Hey guys, welcome into 614 and Beyond. I am Jason, a.k.a. Fire the Cannon. And as always, we are brought to you by the Last Choice Network. Be sure to check out Last Choice Network on YouTube or wherever you find your favorite podcast. And thanks for making us your choice, even if it was your last. All right, let's talk some Buckeye football. Last time I talked to you guys, the Buckeyes had just beaten Wisconsin and moved to 4-0 on the season. Uh, we are four weeks out from that. So as of right now, Ohio State is a whopping 8-0 ranked number two in the country. I believe they're number two in the AP and number two in the coaches poll, um, which really don't matter. But still, we always like to see the Buckeyes, um, you know, way up on the on those uh, polls. So, uh, all right, let's just jump right into it so we're not wasting any more of your guys' time. So the Buckeyes, after Wisconsin, they played a home game against Rutgers. Uh, Rutgers is bad. We all know this, right? <laughs> Um, they've always been bad. I think I think they've scored less than 100 points total on Ohio State in like eight years or something like that. Just something really, really wacky. Uh, but the Buckeyes beat Rutgers 49 to 10, uh, which which honestly I was expecting you know more in the 50s, maybe even 60s. Um, but with the Greg Schiano team, you have no idea what you're going to get. So uh, we did give up a couple, I think a couple field goals, maybe a touchdown. I'm not sure. But um, let's go ahead and break down this game real quick. So uh, C.J. Stroud. 13 for 22, 154 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. So he didn't have the greatest game uh, through the air, which, you know, is fine because Mayan Williams went for 21 carries for 189 yards and five touchdowns. Uh, that little bowling ball was just all over the place that game and just completely annihilated Rutgers. So even though C.J. Stroud didn't have the greatest of, of days in terms of uh, – you know, passes and yards and all that fun stuff. Um, Mayan Williams had 189 yards, so you can't uh, you can't discount that. Uh, on the receiving end, Emeka Mbuka had four receptions for 70 yards. Julian Fleming had four for 51, and Marvin Harrison had three for 18. Uh, Fleming and Harrison both had touchdown passes in that. Um, I'm sorry, touchdown catches uh, in that game. So honestly, not a lot to uh, talk about. Um, Team stat-wise, let's see here, Uh, Buckeyes did have 413 yards, total yards to Rutgers 187. Uh, Rutgers only had 80 passing yards, but they did have 107 rushing yards. And I'm pretty sure uh, some of those rushing yards came really late, just in garbage time. So, uh, honestly, not a lot to talk about when it comes to Rutgers, uh, except for we beat them every year, and they really have no shot to ever beat Ohio State. Okay, so the following week, uh, is our first row game, I believe, and they went up to uh, Michigan State, went up to Sparty. You never know what you're going to get when you go into East Lansing and play Michigan State. Um, could be a blowout, could be a tight game. You know, if anybody ruins Ohio State seasons, it's usually going to be one of two teams. It's going to be Sparty or Penn State, right? Um, but they opened up a massive uh, gap in terms of talent uh, with with uh, Michigan State over the last couple of years, and it just really – just is not close so the Buckeyes go into East Lansing and win 49 to 20 Um, looking at some of the stats here CJ Stroud 21 for 26 361 yards through the air with six touchdown passes and an interception nearly flawless nearly flawless 21 for 26 is just insane 14 yard average but the six touchdowns is just just wild Um, just absolutely insane that man is is pretty crazy. Um, on the rushing side, you had um, 
Travion Henderson had uh, 19 carries for 118 yards and a touchdown. Uh, uh, I think it was Hayden. Um, Dallin Hayden had uh, 70 yards on the ground. And I don't believe, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Mayan uh, Williams played in this game. I think maybe he's a little banged up or maybe they were just keeping him out. Um, but yeah, he didn't play. On the receiving side, Emeka Mbuka and Marvin Harrison Jr. went off. Uh, Emeka had five, re- five catches for 143 yards and a touchdown. Marvin Harrison Jr. had seven catches for 131 yards and three touchdowns. And then Julian Fleming and G. Scott Jr. also had a touchdown. So uh, it was pretty, uh, pretty uneven at that point. Um, in terms of stats, Michigan State had 200 yards total to our 614. Um, they had, let's see here, seven rushing yards and, and I think 195 pass yards. Yeah, so uh, not a lot of showing from Sparty at all. I mean, it just they're just bad, and um, they really are not going to compete anytime soon. I mean, they gave their head coach $100 million for essentially nothing. So, um, yeah, not a lot to talk about again with that. With that, I think um, uh, going into this game, uh, they were two and three, and so that that pushed them to two and four. So they really didn't do um, do too swell there. Uh, the Buckeyes finally had an off week, and then they come back against the vaunted Iowa offense. This game was odd. It was really, really odd. Um, it was just we knew that Iowa's offense was very, very bad. I think they're dead last in the NCAA in total offense. But their defense was really, really good. So something had to give. Uh, of course, first play of the game, um, literally the first play of the game, Iowa's quarterback comes out and throws a, an interception, which essentially just, I mean, that was it. <laughs> that was absolutely it. Uh, they're, they're, wow, I, I, I can't, I'm like speechless when it comes to them because they're just so, so bad. Um, let's talk about Ohio State's offense, though. C.J. Stroud, 20 for 30, 286, four touchdowns and a pick. Um, he also had a fumble right on the, I believe it was like the 10-yard line. That was a scoop and score for Iowa. They've literally scored more uh, touchdowns on defense than they have on offense this year. It was just, just bad. Um, but a lot of people think that um, C.J. looked bad. But, I mean, Iowa's defense is legit. So they got their, their defensive backs are really good, and they can, they can make a lot of interceptions and, and just cause you to disrupt your whole game plan. Um, on the ground, the Buckeyes had nothing. Um, they had 66 total yards. Travion had 38. Mayan Williams had 19. That was it. I mean, it was all all through the air. Um, the weird thing about this game is it was just, man, it, I think it was, it, was it 26 to 10 at halftime maybe or, or something absurd like that? Um, yeah, 26 to 10. And the Buckeyes came out and just steamrolled them in the second half. They scored four touchdowns in the second half and pretty and just and just put the game completely away. Um, they just they uh, Iowa had nothing. They had absolutely nothing. Um, go back and look at Iowa. I mean, their their starting uh, quarterback was six for fourteen for forty for uh, forty nine yards and two tu- or wow two interceptions. And then they brought in a, a kid by the last name of Padilla that was five for ten for thirty two yards and an interception. So. Their average pass was 3.4 yards. Um, they did have 77 yards on the ground, which is really nothing, but they still have more than us, which is kind of embarrassing. Uh, local kid Luke Lachey, um, Jim Lachey's uh, son, who went to uh, Grandview, uh, Grandview Heights, 
he, he did have a reception for six yards. So that's pretty cool to see a local kid um, make a catch, come back home and, and make a catch. So uh, total yards, Buckeyes only had 360. Uh, Iowa had 158. Seemed like it was a lot more lopsided than that. But when you, you know, they only had 81 yards passing. So pretty, pretty wild. So the Buckeyes, Buckeyes went 54 to 10. Uh, to move to seven and zero, and they, uh, yeah, they 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 pulled away in that game. So that was, uh, I, I my boss lives in Des Moines, Iowa, and all week I told him um, two two things I wanted out of this game. One, I want a revenge for 2017, where they we went into Iowa and they just kind of just destroyed Ohio State, and two, Iowa had only given up 59 points all season, going into this game all season. I told my boss I wanted 59 this game alone. And we almost did it, <laughs> almost did it. Uh, a couple more, uh, a couple more bounces there, and, and we would have um, the Buckeyes would have eclipsed sixty. So almost hit my prediction or my wants, um, but I'm happy with it. Yeah, they moved to seven and zero. All right, so the game a few days ago, Penn State uh, Buckeyes were going into Penn State, which is always just insane. It doesn't matter if it's noon, three thirty, seven thirty, eight, nine, whatever. Penn State's fans are always going to give Ohio State fits. Now, I will tell you, I don't think they had, I'd have to go back and look, but I don't think they had a false start penalty all day, uh, maybe one or two. I think there was two on, like, some BS calls on some two-point conversions we try, but I don't even, I'm not even counting those. Those were, those are so weak. Um, tough game, tough game. Buckeyes jumped out 10 nothing in the first quarter, and then Penn State kind of came back and, and actually took the lead. They were up 14 14- 13 or 14 10 or yeah 14 13 at the half um so it, it was it was tough they were they were giving us uh they were giving us fits um jtt had an unreal day um he is a um defensive end for ohio state he his stat line was just absolutely insane the, the kid had i believe i know he had a he had two interceptions. He had a, a forced fumble, a fumble recovery, and a um, and a strip sack pick six in the fourth quarter that pretty much sealed the game. That kid basically he, he can now eat in Columbus, Ohio for free whenever he wants, wherever he wants. Uh, welcome to the uh, welcome to the party, uh, JTT. He uh, he really went nuts, and uh, I got to give it to him. You know he's he's. You know, he came in as a young kid and had all this. Um, he had a lot of uh, promise, and he, I think, he's finally arrived to the party. So hopefully, he uh, he goes off with it and um, continues this uh, um, this stretch of uh, great play. All right, so let's look at the Buckeye stats. Um, C.J. Stroud was twenty six for thirty three, three hundred and fifty four yards and a touchdown. Everybody, not everybody. Let me back up. Some people will look at his stat line and see that because he only threw one touchdown that he had a bad game. Shut that down now. The man didn't have a bad game. At one point, he had connected on like 14 of his first 15 passes, okay? Just because he's not throwing for five, six touchdowns a game, it's fine. The The, the kid went for 354. With an, he had a 93.6 QBR. Leave C.J. Stroud alone. <laughs> the kid did work, okay? Just because we're we're used to, you know, him going out for 400 and, and five touchdowns, stop. Sometimes we have to find other ways to win the game, and that's what happened, okay? That's what happened. Um, 
Travion Henderson did have 78 yards on the ground. Uh, most of that, I think 45 or 50, actually came on one run. So, um, But that's okay. It all counts. Uh, he had two touchdowns. Mayan Williams had two carries for nine yards and a touchdown. He did go out hurt. Uh, I haven't heard what the injury is, wrist or finger maybe, but they have said he's gonna he's not going to play for the next couple of weeks. So uh, the next couple of weeks should be tune-up games for the last two games of the season. So I'm fine with sitting him and, and getting – Travion in there and, and Mitch Rossi and, and those guys getting in there and uh, running the ball and, and uh, taking up the taking up the slack there. So uh, on the receiving end, receivers are having a hard time getting open against these Penn State DBs. Uh, Joey Porter Jr., unreal. That kid is going to be a superstar in the NFL. They just couldn't get open. So apparently, from what I heard, is that C.J. Stroud and Marvin Harrison Jr., Okay, aka Route Man Marv. They had a, they had a a signal. After CJ looked at the defensive setup when they came to the line, he looked and he gave a signal, and Marvin would run a slant almost every single time. So he had a ton of catches that were just short slants, or you know, just 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 enough to get a first down, or just enough to you know get those uh, get the get the ball moving. Um, Marvin Harrison Jr. went off, okay? Unfortunately, he didn't have any touchdowns. However, he did have 10 catches for 185 yards, including a 37-yarder, which was an unreal catch. Um, he, the guy catches everything. Um, one of my favorite players, Cade Stover, um, six receptions, 78 yards, and he had a man's touchdown. Uh, he caught the ball right in the middle and, and essentially just ran over people to get to the end zone. I uh, love that kid. Emeka Ibuka, six for 53. And Julian Fleming had two for 27. So not a lot going on there, but uh, CJ did have 354 yards um, through the year. Uh, Penn State, Sean Clifford, which is he's not – I mean, he's, an, he's not a good QB. I mean, he's serviceable, but, I mean, come on. Uh, he did have 371 yards. Our defense was just – the defensive backs, they're all beat up. They're all hurt. They're not playing well. And he was he was eating them alive. Uh, he had 371 yards, three picks, and three touchdowns. So uh, he, he, he was hitting for a couple touchdowns, but, I mean, he does throw a ton of interceptions too. Um, they had 111 yards on the ground, which was – that's a lot. I mean, this defense – you look at it and – there's two things you can say about the defense, right? You could say, man, this defense played great. And they did. They actually played really good from the from basically the linebackers up. Um, they played really good. Uh, JTT had himself a day, but on the back end, it was just it was a pretty rough, uh pretty rough outing. So they did good, they did bad, it's fine. Um uh, that kid Washington for Penn State had 179 yards and a touchdown. He uh, had a 58-yarder that he scampered to. So there's a lot of work to be done. Like I said, the next couple of weeks are going to be tune-up games, but that's okay. Um, if you look around at the total total stats, um, Penn State actually had 482 yards as opposed to Ohio State's 452. Um, about 20 yards more passing and about 15 yards more rushing. So it was it was close all the way around. Um, differences turnovers. Uh, the Ohio State didn't turn the ball over at all. Um, Penn State had four. So three picks and a fumble lost. So, you know, defense did their job. They stepped up um, when they had to to make huge 
um, plays, pick six, um, other pick, you know, other interceptions as well as the um, the fumble. So I think they played they played well. Um, I, I bet they do. I bet Jim Knowles uh, gets in their butts this week and, and uh, you know really clamps down and gets them back to where we know they can play. So Buckeyes walk out of Penn State with a forty four thirty one victory. I don't know why Penn State does. I I have no idea. Going into that place is so hard. I have no idea. 111,000 screaming kids, and they're all kids. I, I'm convinced they let no one in that stadium that's over the age of 45. I'm, I am 100% convinced there's no stadium in America that should be that loud um, for as open as the stadium is. Uh, you would think Ohio State would be that loud, but it's just not the case. So, um, But they always give me heartburn. I don't know why Penn State always gives me heartburn. It's just, um, yeah, I don't – anyway, anytime we can beat them, um, it's a good day. I think they've only beat us once out of the last 10 games, though. So it's not like we um, go in there and struggle and lose every game. I mean, we pretty much beat them every single game. There's, you know, one over, over the last eight or nine years where they've beaten us. So I think I think that may have been a walk-off field goal or block field goal. I can't remember. But, yeah, so I don't know. Penn State, they're behind us. It's time to move on. Uh, Ohio State next week uh, on November 5th at noon have Northwestern. Northwestern is really, really, really bad. And they're one and seven. Uh, as of right now, Ohio State is a thirty-eight point favorite. I would imagine they cover that fairly easy. Uh, my official prediction for uh, going into Northwestern next week: fifty-five ten ish, maybe fifty-five thirteen. They probably give up some, you know, some field goals or whatever, which is fine. I'll take field goals all day long as long as they don't score touchdowns. So fifty-five thirteen. I'll go fifty-five thirteen, Ohio State. And then on the twelfth, we have uh, we host Indiana. Indiana's three and five. They're not really good at all. They lost their best player essentially. Michael Penix Jr. Uh, transferred to Washington, so um, they're not really good. And then the next week we got Maryland. Um, Maryland's actually pretty decent. They have a, that running quarterback to his brother, uh, to Vailoa, His brother. He's good. He's got some knee issues. He he tweaked a knee a couple weeks ago. I think his surgically repaired knee, if I'm not mistaken. But he's come back, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, running quarterbacks give me extreme, extreme anxiety and make me nervous, and they just – so got to find a way to contain him. And then, of course, um, 11-26, the Buckeyes host um, the team up north. So uh, I'll, I'll uh, you know, definitely step in, uh, you know, probably before the state up north game, give you a three-game recap, and then we'll go into the um, – Last game of the season against uh, Jim Harbaugh and his uh, band of alhoots up there. So, um, yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be pretty um, you know exciting over the next three or four weeks and see how they uh, tune up and get ready for the final game of the season. Don't want to look past Maryland at all. Really, they shouldn't be looking past any team. Um, but let's be honest, Northwestern and Indiana are just bad. Maryland worries me a tad. I just, they don't, they can't, there's no way they can, their defense can catch up with our offense. So they're going to score some points. Hopefully not like 2018, where I think the final score was like 62 to 60 or whatever it was when we had um, uh, Dwayne Haskins. So um, yeah, hopefully uh, that game doesn't give me heartburn. So, all right, let's move on to some stats here. Through uh, eight weeks or eight games, I should say, CJ Stroud, um, 2,377 yards. With 29 touchdowns and four picks, he's been sacked seven times. Uh, that's 
that's really good stats, if you, if you ask me. Uh, the guy is just – he's really good. He's really good. He has thrown a pick, I believe, in four straight games, but, eh, whatever. I mean, that's four over eight games. You know what I mean? So it's not like it's a lot. Um, on In rushing, you have Travion Henderson has 552 yards with six touchdowns. Mayan Williams, 525 yards with 10 touchdowns. And, Dal- uh, yeah, Dallin Hayden has uh, 255 yards. So – um, I did get the news that T.C. Caffey is actually, I believe, out for the season. Something happened maybe in practice or something like that, so they'll be without his services. Uh, they will have to get creative now because they have they don't have very many running backs. I don't know what they're going to do this weekend against uh, Northwestern. Travion Henderson and Dallin Hayden are probably going to get all the carries, so we'll see how that goes. I know, I know Xavier Johnson's um, ran a couple over the last couple of weeks, so that should be okay. All right, let's go to the receiving side. Emeka Igbuka. 47 catches, and listen listen to these two. This is insane. 47 catches, 788 yards, a 16.8-yard average, and seven touchdowns, okay? Marvin Harrison Jr. is number two with 48 catches, 783 yards, a 16.3 average with 10 touchdowns. They are almost identical in terms of their, uh, in terms of their stats. Just insane. Uh, Julian Fleming has 19 catches for uh, 354 and six touchdowns. And then Cade Stover, 24 for 309 and three touchdowns. It's, um, yeah, these guys are, these guys are, they are uh, firing on all cylinders, if you ask me. Uh, there's no, <laughs> this team has more people that uh, catch, catch balls than I think any team in America. So um, that's it. That's it. That's, uh, that's the Buckeye update. Eight um, no right now, number two in the country. Uh, everybody's got good stats. Um, really expect everybody to get better and better over the next couple of weeks. They have three weeks to get better. I should say three weeks to be their best, and uh, we'll pull it out. So that's it. That's all I got. Uh, Buckeyes eight no. Hopefully, they keep it rolling. I'm sure they will. And. Um, yeah, so we will see you uh, in a couple weeks. Uh, you'll hear from me with uh, Blue Jacket stuff. You'll hear about some other stuff. So, um, as always, check me out on Twitter, at FireTheCannon, at F1RETheCannon. And, um, yeah, check us out, Last Choice Network. you find uh, 614 and Beyond on there. Make sure the uh, podcast goes out on Twitter and Facebook and all that fun stuff. And um, hopefully we will uh, – you can check it out, and hopefully you enjoy it. So, Look forward to seeing you guys. Look forward to hearing from you guys. I'll talk to you on Twitter and Facebook, and that's all I got. Take it easy.